to the Nashville Daily Podcast. I am Stuart Deming, your co-host for today's episode. Today, we are talking about some food in East Nashville, but then we're also going to be highlighting some of the incredible rides at the Wilson County slash Tennessee State Fair. I know that's always a mouthful every single time we talk about it, but today I'm drinking some Blessed Day coffee. If you're looking for a great coffee product, head over to blessedaycoffee.com. Use the code XPLR Explore 20 to take 20% off. They also have free delivery in the Nashville market. Uh, Aaron, yesterday we talked about the fair. We talked about some of the competitions. And some of the competitions that we talked about were husband calling, which if you don't know what that is, it's basically wives calling their husband hypothetically from the field. But uh, now it's a competition. It's a sport. Yep. Uh, there's also mom calling. So I figured... Let's try our hands at some mom calling and then send this episode to our moms. Okay. Uh, so if, if we listen to a few of these uh, mom calling competition things, uh, it's pretty funny. Uh, typically, you'll see from like kids, like maybe 10 or so. Yeah, like uh, in, six, the, in the six, competition. Six 12, I don't know yeah, the official like age range for the competition. But. <laughs> But they would just like think of the most like probably if you're a mom or a parent, like think of the most annoying way that your kid can annoy you. Yeah, that's exactly what and, it is. And 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 it and it's it's that kid doing that. They're just sitting there, mom, 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 and they they'll throw in like ad libs like, Can I play a game? Can I go outside? Mom, I'm hungry. When are we there? Like yeah, all yeah. of those things. Yeah. It's pretty funny. So I think we need to do our best ones and then we send this oh, that particular didn't count? portion. No, no. I no. just did it. Okay. Uh, mine was like, Mom, Mom, I'm hungry. And my mom will say, go get your own food. <laughs> so, uh, Mom, Mom, Mom. It's like that SpongeBob scene with the, <laughs> um, do you remember what I'm talking about with the little, uh, little plantains or whatever? They're yeah, all yeah. going, Mom, 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 Mom. <laughs> like, there's this episode back in SpongeBob. Yeah. Uh, so, all right, that's my mom call. There you go. I, it wasn't that special. Um, some of the other competitions, it's just, it's fun to look through this list because I'm like... Oh, it's huge. It, check it, that list. We we went over the list of all the competitions on yesterday's episode. So go to the archives, go to yesterday's episode, check that out because yeah. the list of competitions, insane. Let us know in the comments below what competition you're participating in. Now, <laughs> there, there's a few, or, there's or, a few or watch all Or watching. Yeah. I may go to... The husband calling because I think that would be I think really, that would be really, really yeah, I would think the livestock ones are always fun too, especially the pig races. Like I know that's not technically a comp, it is a competition, but that that one seems like fun as yeah, well. Yeah. Um, but the one I think I'm gonna go to is the banana pudding uh, competition. I wonder how much who is the judge available for, for the public with that? Yeah, probably not. Probably, probably. not. Not not any. I think um, at the beginning of October. Aaron, you and I are going out to Centerville, Tennessee, and we're going to capture yep. the National Banana Pudding Festival. Yep. And we're going to they indulge. They have a banana pudding trail. They have it's a, very nice. We're going to indulge. Words that p many people like, banana pudding trail. Yeah, head back to our uh, day trip series that we did a, a few weeks ago, and we did an episode on a day trip to Centerville, Tennessee. This is a full day of drinking wine and eating banana pudding, so it's a, it's a good day. But you can also do that at the Tennessee State Fair. Now let's get into some of the rides. Uh, I have the kitty rides open first, Aaron. I'm yeah, not sure. so, so these are all, you'll, you'll see them referenced in the website as midway rides. Then it breaks down into categories, kitty major and then spectacular and super that's that's one category uh so if you're bringing kids 
let's let's look at some of the rides that are available for them. I, I do like that they have all of these available to see. That way, you know, hey, could my family enjoy it? Would they not? What's available to me? Yeah, I just it, it would be cool if you can click on it and it's a little video of each one. So that would be cool. Tennessee State Fair, if you guys are listening, next year's website, the the, the spectacular super one, would yeah, just yeah. be blur. It's just blur because it's, it's all so fast. blur. <laughs> all right, so uh, some of the rides you have the bumblebee. So those little bumblebees that go up and down in the air. You have bumper boats. You have a dizzy dragging. Uh, we have new chairs here in the studio, and I've been spinning a lot. Yeah, I, so I, I feel like, like I'm on the dizzy dragging. Height requirements built into this. That is nice. So you can see if you're tall enough. You have your dragon coaster. You have the jumping jumbo. This is a ton of rides just for kids, small kids. That's you have wild. the uh, mini teacup. They have a NASCAR speedway. That's cool. Oh, we'll have a little monster truck thing. So there is a huge oh, mon- there is a cool. huge monster truck competition as well. So this yeah. is the first year that the Tennessee State Fair is doing a monster truck competition, which yep. is awesome. They have Spider-Man. They have the Wiggle Worm. All right, we just need to go through the adult names of the rides to see which one is our favorite. Okay, so let's look at these rides. This is the major rides category. Um, Crazy Outback. And let's see here ghost if there's Manor. anything. I like how there's no photo for it because it's a ghost. That's funny. I wonder if they did that on purpose. I hope so. Um, one that was always a favorite of mine as a kid was the Starship 3000. Starship 3000. It's down with the S's. Oh, yeah. That's that one that, that goes <laughs> straight up in the air. Well, no, no, no. It spins so fast okay. round and round yeah, yeah. that you're stuck to the wall. Oh, yeah. And so you always try to like crawl and like you're facing like upside down yep. like yourself, not the, the thing, but you're spinning so fast that you're just stuck against the wall no matter what position yeah, you're in. I, um, if we're going to ride that one. I think it's me doing a selfie style video and trying to <laughs> record the video. Your arm's the gonna be stuck time. to the back wall. <laughs> so it's basically just the wall. Yeah. Um, I'm always a fan of bumper cars. That's one of my favorite things to do. Uh, I like the one. So there, there was one that we went to. It was called Darien Lake, and it was a theme park that I grew up going to. And um, they had the same type of Starship 3000, yeah. but it went into the air. I've seen a few of those. So it's yeah. like it, it was on like a lift and yeah. went like this, and then it would spin. Yeah, I've seen a, I've seen a few that of was, those. That was insane. Yeah, that's on so a much whole fun. new level. Uh, the one that stands out to me the most is Ghost Manor. Uh, it's just it's <laughs> funny because it's empty. Uh, Madagascar, I guess, didn't get uh, a placement as well. Minecraft. I'm interested in that one. Like, are you actually like playing the game of Minecraft? Yeah, like, that's, going through yeah, this. That, that's pretty interesting. It says participants must walk alone and upright while encountering obstacles. Participants must be able to ne- negotiate tunnel, uh, moving tunnel at exit. Okay. Yeah. Is so, uh, the moving tunnel like one of those walking? It's floors? probably like a mirror house, which okay. is with a Minecraft theme. I wonder how much they have to pay Microsoft for that. All right, let's know. get let's get into the super duper, <laughs> super duper rides. Is that what they're called? Spectacular, spectacular, and super and super spectacular. I rides. like super duper better. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you have a fireball. These are these are the ones that will have the long lines. These will also be the ones that are on blocks of wood, and you're like, <laughs> should I ride this? Right. Yeah. Uh, you exactly. have the Music Express. Uh, this is that one of those barrel ones Fury. That's what that you were talking about, about yesterday. Similar to what you were talking about yesterday. Yeah. yeah. Oh, zero gravity. That's the one I was talking about where oh, it goes up in the air and geez, spins. That's insane. Surf city. You have <laughs> zipper rock star. There wasn't no star. 
You have zipper twice. The zipper's on there twice. Okay. So nice. Super twice. spectacular. The Euro slide looks like a lot of fun. It's one of those massive slides. It's like 100, yeah. 100 feet in the air, and you yeah. just go down that slide super fast. Galaxy. Galaxy. Is that a roller? That's a roller coaster. That's a roller coaster, but that looks super sketchy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, Pop-up roller coasters are ones that I probably won't do. Well, even real roller coasters. Have you seen the... Uh, the one down that with the, the gap flags with the gap yeah, in, the, yeah. in the thing. You're uh -huh. like, oh, that's not good. Um, <laughs> the giant wheel is always fun. Yeah. That one I would actually go on. Uh, New York. New York. Cool. Okay. And it's new. So Sky it confused Flyer. me for a second. That looks fun. Oh, yeah. It's those sky lifts uh -huh. with the swings. Indy 500, Stinger, Super Himalaya, the Waves. Stinger. The Stinger. I love the Stingers. Those things are so much fun. Wave Swinger. So... I mean that's a that's a ton that's a of, of rides. rides yeah there so I I think it's gonna be a hit um you, the admission is separate from the ride rides. tickets so you you can purchase basically I think like a wristband or something yep uh, I can't remember if you have to do it on a daily basis I think I think if I don't you buy, think you can get it for an entire week I think if you buy the season sure. pass I think they have a season pass for rides okay. It's, Let's see. Uh, it's information we could look Tickets up right here. Tickets and deals, fair admission. All right. Um, let's see. M a mega ticket. Uh, a mega ticket is $30. It includes gate and ride armband, but I'm not seeing anything for a season pass for the rides. Okay, so maybe it's just a season um, pass for the regular tickets that yeah enter. there okay. there is not even in the ride costs area there is an unlimited ride wristband the but euro slide is not included days. with that yeah for particular days uh correct i wonder if the euro slide's a different company than the other yeah. company so, for all the yeah, rides so the unlimited ride wristband is a different cost every day but it is it is available every day um but you can't purchase a like a ride pass for the entire I'm duration of the I'm fair. surprised they don't have a fast pass for all Ooh, these rides. They may need it. That, yeah, would be, that would be a really, really good idea. Especially if they're about to have a million visitors right. to this thing. And I think they will. I want to compare this to the Iowa State Fair. Hold on. Let me look this up real <laughs> quick. I think Iowa probably averages um, probably over 2 million. Yeah, yeah. Let's see. I'm trying to think. Yeah, no, I don't. I do not see. Euroslide is included with none of this. All right, so it's actually not that big compared to ours. So this was as of oh, this is 2017. Okay, what, what were their What were their 2017 numbers? Just curious. Uh, 2017 numbers were 1.1 million. Okay. So let's see. So it could be probably anywhere from there to 1.5 by now. Okay, 2021, uh, a little. It's 1.1 million. Yeah. Uh, 2019, 1.1 million. Okay. So they're they're it's a probably little bit larger there, than yeah. ours. Yeah. Um, I think, I think this year we'll hit probably 900 thousand. I don't think we'll hit a full million. You don't think so? I don't know. So it all depends on the weather. It all it all hey, depends on the weather. According to News Channel Five, they did a little dancing meme. <laughs> on their Instagram, uh, it's going to be sunny. The next week, there's no rain estimated for the next week. So All right. we'll see. But we're in Middle Tennessee, folks, and yeah. that weather can change dramatically.
Now let's come back into the city of Nashville and talk about some food. So there was an announcement that a new Nashville restaurant, not a new Nashville restaurant, <laughs> a new location is going into East Nashville. And uh, we recently had... For an existing For an existing brand. Uh, this is ML Rose. They announced that they're going into East Nashville, into Inglewood. Uh, and the location is... Hold on, I saw it earlier. 3701 Gallatin Pike. I think it's time for Greg... The Google guy to get on the Make street, it a come back. He's been he's been absent for we haven't gave, seen him. Give him three or four days off. Yeah, he, he's he's had a nice little break. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, Greg, let's drop you. Let's drop you. Let's drop you. Let's drop you. All right, Greg is dropping in. Greg is in East Nashville in Inglewood. All right, so this is going to be the location. Okay, so we're past. We're pretty much right past the railroad tracks is where that looks like. Yeah, so the railroad, the railroad tracks, bridge isn't the bridge down. Is I, think, bridge I think you're that right. Way? No, I think it's the other way. I think you're right. I think it's kind of straight. Yeah, past that church, isn't it? I believe so. Yeah. Okay. So it's, okay, so it's just before that. That's a really good location in East Nashville. It's a it's a part of Gallatin that still hasn't been like touched by restaurants yet. For there, I mean, there's a reason. Yeah, there's a reason. It's an interesting location. But they bought this for how much did it say in the article? Two point five million or two point seven million? Here you can keep it there. I'll I'll look in the article. So they said so in a quote. Uh, they said Inglewood reminds me so much. This is from Austin Ray, their CEO. So much of of Melrose when our first location opened in Sylvan Park when we opened the second one there. So they're kind of they're and they said this we're betting on the neighborhood. Oh, hands down, that that neighborhood's going to be in five years. It's going to be so different, especially if everything coming over to Dickerson Pike. Yeah. So like, I mean, they it's... they paid two point two five million. So what this allows them to do, um, so they purchased thirty seven hundred one, thirty seven hundred five, thirty seven hundred seven. So they they could they have purchased that, that entire building. Yep. So what they're doing is purchasing that at two point two five million instead of ten million five years down the road. Yeah, yeah. which is it's a smart play, and I yeah. think so. I I compare ML Rose to Oscars. Oscar, Oscars knows where to go yes. way before. Like, look at the nations. Like they were there before almost anybody else. Right. Look at like an ML Rose in Sylvan Park. They were there before almost anybody else. Yes. So East Nashville, I think, is going to be a great location for them. Yeah. They have enough credibility to where, and certain people do, certain brands do, you can create the demand for the area by moving into there. Yep. I think ML Rose has enough to do that. They also own the, the A. Ray Hospitality. They also own Von Elrod's. Yep and Melrose Billiard Parlor. So they could be taking Von Elrods to East Von Elrods or that Melrose Billiard Parlor to East. That'd be cool. Um, and using that entire building for all of their brands, maybe not right away, but could be eventually. Yeah. That's a, that's a really cool thing. We, um, so we recently had the beer manager on and she chooses all the different beers every quarter. Like it's, it's head back to our archives to listen to that episode. I went to ML Rose about two weeks ago and I tried their new uh, Wisconsin hot cheese curds. Oh, nice. And those things were amazing. It just had Nashville hot chicken seasoning on it with the cheese curds. It was so good. And I then I tried, I tried their Thai salad and it was like a Thai peanut butter kind of thing yeah. with the salad. 
Fantastic. Nice. So really good experience. Uh, another restaurant in East Nashville. Uh, have they officially opened? Um, Let's see. So the, it, they, yeah, they opened their doors they August twelfth. So Otaku Ramen. They opened in East Nashville, August twelfth, which is very cool. It's at seven forty seven Douglas, so a little bit closer to the downtown side of East Nashville. Uh, they'll be serving uh, Taco Ramen's classic menu, a new drink menu with cocktails, frozen drinks, beer, and sake. Oh, that's a great little uh, spot. Let me. Greg's already there. Greg is on the street. Let me full screen it. So this is, yeah, it's a great, you remember you, you and I passed this a couple months ago and we're like, oh, what is this? Yeah. Like we haven't seen this. And uh, so it's on the right. other side of Ellington, but there's a, there's a brewery over there. There's a lot to That's do in this area. Right. That, really, that is such a hidden area yep. of East Nashville. Yeah. And it's, uh, there's coffee shops over there. Like yeah. there's state golden over there. Like there's a few different things in this area. That area between Dickerson Pike and Gallatin Avenue over the next five years is going to be so dramatically yep. different. Yep. Uh, Tyler Cobble is doing an incredible job with some major projects over there. And I do want to talk about this uh, since we're talking about development. <laughs> we we recently posted a video on Explore.Nash, and it's highlighting this new culinary arts district in downtown Nashville. We, Go ahead. While you're talking about it, send let's send Greg there. Yeah, let's let me... Uh, It'll be a second. So um, we recently posted this video over the weekend. You can go watch it on our, our Instagram, explore.nash. And it's really interesting because of a lot of the hate that we're getting is it's very local. Like it, it's people that have grew, grew up here that have been in Nashville for 30, 40 years. And they're like, we're starting to lose the culture of Nashville. We're starting to lose the culture of Nashville. Uh, Aaron, go ahead and show this. <laughs> What type of culture are you seeing in this neighborhood? Well, so it's there's there's a couple things to point out here. Batter's box is the only culture that's there. Is that really culture? And and that's and that's a fair question. In addition to that, it's a dive bar. Mm-hmm. So attribute how much culture you want to that. Yep. Uh, Hermitage Cafe has has been closed for eight months now. Let me let me drop Greg. Um, and that that was all, like all almost. Almost all of the Victorian homes there, that is culture, but they are empty mm-hmm. or it is a, a, a business is already in there. Yep. Uh, so it's not it's not a neighborhood um, it, per se. Um, there's there's tons of homeless that walk around in that area. Yep. It's very trashy. Um, it's it is an area that needed an uplift mm-hmm. or something to happen. Um so all of those Victorian homes were either uh, it's it's I, I believe it's commercial like all of that area is commercial yeah yeah so I my wife and I actually looked at this home right here uh, about three years ago yeah and we're like that would be an incredible bed and breakfast in downtown Nashville it's smaller it would be like a two room bed and breakfast yeah. but we looked at this and we're like this would be great for a restaurant slash bed and breakfast yeah. Um, so this project, we talked about this, was it last week? I think, uh, three new towers. I think it's what it's called. Yeah. If you go look at the, the episode um, of three new towers, you, you'll remember this. So people I've, who watch this ep- I've that been, episode, I've been watching, or I've been looking through all the renderings. I've been looking through everything. Uh, these two buildings right here are here to stay. Yes. So they're not knocking down those residentials. These Victorian homes are here to stay. This building over here in the corner is going to be redeveloped. Yes. 
It's an ugly brick building. <laughs> Let's be honest. Um, this over here, this little warehouse looking building. That is going. That is going to be a massive 17 story skyscraper or part of the 31 story skyscraper. Correct. Correct. Yeah. So the question I have is I am for this development and a lot of people are complaining, oh, well, it's going to affect the infrastructure. The infrastructure is already affected. Like the, the traffic can't be solved with any type of solution right now until private partnerships yeah. come in. What most people don't know is that Nashville's still at a major, major shortage of housing and hotel rooms. Yep. If and, we want to be maybe thinking, well, you know, well, what's that's that's not the case because, you know, I could go find an apartment right now and that's not what it's about. What a major shortage in this case means based off of the d demand, the projected demand, if we did nothing, uh, we would see a problem. It's it's kind of like it's kind of like if we, you know, Nashvilleians can relate to this. Um, if we did nothing with transportation, with the projected number of people coming here, we have problems because we did nothing. That's what housing would be like if we did nothing uh, and continue to not add apartments, homes, all of those things. The the demand would far outweigh the availability. So we have to continue to add housing at a major rate. Now, if only Nashville would have done that with transportation, we we would be a little bit happier. Nashvilleians would be a little bit happier. Uh, but they, they don't see, you know, what these planners who are looking at 2050 mm -hmm. are, are seeing. Now, whose fault is it that Nashvilleians aren't happy? There there may have been some communication issues with with the government I, to, I, to, I, I think to, to, to get that I out and make sure it's necessarily communicated so that yeah. your constituents are, aren't unhappy about this. Yeah, and it's I, I think that's a, a lack of communication from the city of Nashville. Um, I also think, like, you, we have Nashville tries really hard to have these community meetings of, hey, you guys can literally put your input into these community meetings. And yep. the planners, the architects, the designers, the, the money, the bank will be there Correct. at these meetings. And it's uh, so w I think what we've gotten to now is we're living in such a digital age yep. that the idea of a typical community meeting where you have to go in person is no longer the best option to communicate to two million people. Oh, hands down, hands it, down. It now. is. Yeah. There's got to be a. There should be new, digital. There should be digital breakout rooms. There, there's there's got to be such a new approach to this. Mm -hmm. You know, the Metro Council allows people to call in yep. to their meetings, watch online, all of these things. These community meetings almost need to be the same thing. Yeah. So there's a, an announcement that came from Mayor Cooper's office. I believe this was Friday. Uh, they're changing some of the requirements for planning and zoning. Uh, so they're hopefully going to streamline a few more things. We're trying to get somebody from Cooper's office in to talk about this. Tomorrow's episode, we are talking about the annual report from the Nashville Chamber, uh, Nashville Chamber of Commerce. They just yep. came out with their annual report. So we're going to be covering that over the next few days. There are some numbers that are incredible. Uh, the growth and projections that we've just mentioned here in the last couple uh, moments yeah. are going to be talked about. Uh, the, the chamber has done an incredible job with their research arm and being able to accommodate these numbers. Yeah. Uh, but we're going we're going to dive deep into it. So I do. I do. Before we before we go, I do want to say one thing. Uh, Thursday, if, if you want to pay a good 
penny and have a good experience. The James Beard Foundation's Taste for America program, they're making a stop in Nashville on Thursday. The event will be at Taylor, Nashville. It'll feature a dinner crafted by Chef Vivek Surti of Taylor and Chef Anya El Watar of Birch and Rye in San Francisco. But it'll be a multi-course dinner, beverage pairings, features of entrees. Uh, you can find all that on their website. This will be in our show notes. Tickets sold in pairs cost three hundred fifty dollars. This is seven hundred dollars like commitment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you got to be willing to pay a pretty, pretty penny. It's going to sell two out. seating times, six p.m. and eight thirty. It's twenty-one and up. A percentage of the events proceeds go to the James Beard Foundation's national programming. So it's probably pretty good. Fun, fun, fun. Pretty penny. All right, let us know below. Are you as upset as some of the comments that we're receiving on Instagram? Because uh, people if are putting. Let, let us know that in yeah. our comments here yeah, on yeah. Nashville Daily. Um, we are for some of this development around town. Uh, the interesting thing is uh, some of the comments we're getting are about the fairgrounds. We are for the restoration of the fairgrounds, and we've talked about that extensively here on the podcast. Make it so much better. Yes. So we'll see you guys tomorrow. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to the Nashville Daily Podcast. If you want to learn more, head to NashvilleDailyPodcast.com. You can also follow us on social media at Explore.Nash on Instagram, Nashville Daily Podcast on YouTube, and Explore.Nash on YouTube as well. The Nashville Daily Podcast is an Explore LLC production, copyright 2023.